Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. Sixiver from Kansas State, Aoka Lee joins us on Nothing But Net. Aoka, it's so great to meet you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, so let's cut right to the chase and uh, avoid the big white elephant in the room because 61 points. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, an NCAA <laughs> record, amazing. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you have any idea, like inside your arena, is there a place where the score is counted or points are and rebounds are up on the board? Did you have a clue? Yeah, um, yeah, they keep track of our points and stuff, and like we can see it. But um, I, yeah, I didn't have any idea until I was coming out of the game and they're like announcing it, and all my teammates were hugging me. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty phenomenal. I mean, to to get that many points without a three is also exceptional. Um, so I noticed in your career, you've never made a three. Do you practice them? Um, yeah, I think in the off season, it's definitely like a little bit more of an emphasis, but um, not to the point where it's um, like become something that like I'm adding to my game yet. Yeah. So I went back on Synergy and I watched every basket because I was really intrigued. I wanted to see how you scored that many points and your team does a really good job of moving the ball around you while you seal and, and, and shape up to the ball. Talk about why that's important from your perspective. Yeah. Um, I think just having that communication, I think with like the guards has been something that has been important and something that like, I think we've really improved on. Um, I think there have been times when it isn't there and um, our offense just doesn't flow very well. Um, I think without like getting the ball inside, it doesn't, it's harder for our guards to get open shots. It's harder for them to get drives to the basket. Um, and it's just harder to play together. Um, and yeah, I just have to give the guards just so much credit for just trusting me and um, just like, yeah, playing just, yeah, playing so well together. Yeah. Well, seven times you've been over the 30 point mark this year, not just the 61, but you got a 43 in there. You got a couple of 38s. I mean, you've put up some big numbers. Um, what is it like to post up? Like teach us um, the basic fundamentals of what's required inside your office for you to be able to get the ball. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me um, that is like constantly telling myself is just like staying low, just having like having a just position that isn't like where I'm not straight up where it's harder for like my defenders to push me off the block. Um, and that's something that I've definitely had to have, have had to just improve on this season um, just with defense and stuff. Um, yeah. So I think that's like the biggest thing. And then just, like knowing when to move and knowing when to stay and like knowing when to rest and be patient and let the ball move to me and knowing when to follow the ball, I think is another huge thing that um, I've just kind of had to learn and that the guards have kind of, we've had to just kind of learn together. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that chemistry comes in and you can see it when you watch your team play. Uh, 
very unselfish. You've got a lot of three-point shooting around you. You guys move the ball well. It's going to be tough to knock you out. I mean, it's tough to take you guys down. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great so far. And, yeah, it just makes it more exciting to see, like, because yeah. we have so much more to play. Okay, I've been in your arena before, not while you've played, but I've been to Manhattan, Kansas many times. So I know how great your fan base can be. Tell us what it's like from your perspective with the fans in the arena at your place. Yeah, uh, it's been great. I think this year, especially our fan base has just continued to grow. Um, and there's really just nothing like playing in front of our fans. Like they're so supportive. Um, and it, it just brings like another level of energy just to us as a team. Yeah. I go way back with coach Mitty. So I've known him for a long time. Um, what's been the most fun part about the season with him and the success that you guys have had? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, I think just like sharing just I guess like the love for the game with like my mm -hmm. teammates and just with him as a coach like just getting to see just like how much he loves coaching and like coaching us and then getting to see that like hard work pay off like um, I think is really great um, yeah and just being like just our whole team just being so like bought into like what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. So um, when the NCAA tournament rolls around, most teams sit around and wait for their name to pop up. In the women's game, we had a reveal of the top 16. And K-State was number 16, which means that you're on the hosting side of things when you're a top 16 seed in the women's game. Did you guys sit around waiting for the reveal, sort of like you sit around waiting for the NCAA tournament <laughs> reveal? Uh, not at all. <laughs> um, I, it was not even on my radar. Um, I'm not really sure about my teammates, but I don't think it was on their radar either. Um, I remember getting, like, we have group texts with the coaches and getting a text in it, um, with that. And yeah, um, it was, yeah, really exciting. Great to see. Definitely not something like, I guess we expected really, but, um, yeah, I think it just goes to show that like what we're doing is paying off and like, just to keep working because we have so much right. left. Yeah. Well, now you got a target on your back because there's a lot of teams that want to be hosting and there's some, I don't know if you want to call it opportunity or pressure. How do you look at it to stay on that four line or maybe even move up to the three line? Yeah. Um, I definitely think for me, it's just going into every game, like knowing that no win is going to be like easy. Like it's every game is going to be hard fought. Um, and I think that's something that our team has learned um, just with playing in the Big 12 um, and just going every night, going in every night with the mentality that like we need to just like play our game. We need to hit first and just, yeah, play well together. You guys have played some top teams. Your non-conference schedule included at NC State um, and you played some other really good teams. I remember the NC State game because that was a close one early on. How do you think that helped you for the uh, get prepared for the Big 12? Yeah, um, I think just first, just like not only playing those teams, but also playing them away, I think was really big for us just going into like those like loud um, environments, I think um, was something that a lot of us like had never like situations a lot of us had never been in. And then just playing teams that like 
play faster than we do and like are very like efficient in like their offense um, and just have like really good defenders, I think prepared us all really well um, just for the big 12 and just kind of um, what every night will kind of look like. Um, yeah. So I know that you've gotten all this attention you had a lot of attention before the 61 points, which is an NCAA single game record. What has been the craziest thing that's happened to you after the 61? Like for me, I thought it was really cool that you could buy a ticket package at K-State for $61. Like they're making a lot of play off that number. What did you think was the craziest thing that you saw or heard? Oh, that's a good question. The craziest thing. Um, I think I don't like, it's not, one thing but my teammates love to like screenshot tweets and like send them to me like just <laughs> crazy outrageous funny tweets um so yeah there's a lot of like just random funny um tweets out there um probably Any celebrities hit you up um, celebrities hit you up or K-State yeah, celebrities? Um, Rachel Bannum like DM'd me and that was I think yeah. just really cool just with her being from Minnesota and like previously holding that record um it was really cool and then um Sue Bird quote tweeting uh one of the tweets about it was also like crazy <laughs> um but yeah yeah that's cool that's yeah. really cool and that's really first class especially Lindsay uh, I mean uh, Rachel to be able to do that and of course anytime anybody gets something from Sue Bird that's big time right so that's cool yeah um you average 25 points and 11 rebounds not many players average a double double um you're shooting 58 percent from the floor where do you think your game has expanded the most yeah um I think um just honestly with my my turnaround jumper I think is something that I just feel it feels a lot more comfortable I think this year um so I think that's something that has definitely improved um and then just being able to read and make adjustments I think is also something that um I've gotten better at this year yeah uh, if I understand it correctly, you're WNBA eligible. Have you made a decision about whether you're going to stay or go into the, the pros? Or should I not be asking you that in the middle of your season? No, it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I've, like, talked to Coach about it, um, had all those conversations. Um, and, yeah, I'm working on my master's right now for school. And um, I really enjoy the program, really enjoy just K-State as a whole. Um, yeah. So as of now, I'm staying. Yeah. And just to finish okay. out my school and um, yeah, I'll play another year here. Well, that's fantastic news for college basketball fans. Mm -hmm. uh, when you look at staying and trying to add to your game, what, what are some of the things that you want to add in the offseason so that you can score 70 points next year <laughs> yeah um I think just continuing to just expand like shot range I think is a big one um yeah I would say that's probably the biggest one yeah mm -hmm. that's the biggest one I see because when I look at your shot chart I see two feet in the paint and I see two points yeah <laughs> that's what I see yeah. I'm sure coach Mitty sees it that way too yeah. um Aoka, tell us a little bit about uh, about your family, about growing up, about something that, you know, this is my first time getting a chance to meet you and talk to you. I'm interested. Where, you know, what's your background? Where'd you come from? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Minnesota um, with my mom and then I have two brothers. Um, my older brother is actually who kind of just like 
I guess like taught me how to play like um, I remember my summer before seventh grade, we'd spend like every day outside um, at our neighbor's basketball court and I'd come in like crying, screaming, like I hate basketball. I don't want to play. My brother's so mean to me, all this stuff. Um, yeah. And then here I am today. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so yeah, I grew up with them. Um, my younger brother plays basketball, is playing in college next year. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I bet that brother that beat you up is one of the first that called you after 61. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. And it was, yeah, he was like, congrats, you know, keep working hard. Like, <laughs> yeah, so. Did you have your growth spurt in high school or did you have your growth spurt in middle school? Yeah, uh, it was in middle school, I think right before seventh, I think right before eighth grade, I think, yeah. And when did you fall in love with the game? um probably like my eighth grade year um I had just the opportunity to like play on JV and like dress varsity and just I really think I fell in love with like the team aspect of it first like just the way the older girls just kind of like took me under their wing um and just yeah just like took me in and um made me a part of the team was um really cool and that's actually where I got my nickname from was from one of the seniors she was like Aoka is too many syllables to say on the court <laughs> so she was like how about Yoki and I was like yeah and everyone calls that's me a that. good nickname yeah that's a great nickname yeah. uh what what is your favorite class right now that you're studying yeah um it's a great question it's a hard semester so that's a great question um but I'm in a substance abuse alcohol um and violence class and that's really interesting um just learning mm -hmm. about um just like trauma and PTSD and how like that works in the brain um and how to like work with clients who like present with mm -hmm. that is really yeah interesting so when your playing days are over what do you want to do? Yeah, um, so my ultimate career goal is to be a sports psychologist um, and just work with athletes, either like collegiately or at the professional level. Um, I think it'd be cool to have like a kind of a private practice, but that has like nutritionist, personal trainer, all that stuff, just so that like it's a holistic kind of care option. Um, I'm in school right now to be a therapist, so if like I love that so if I didn't want to continue to go to school <laughs> I could also just do that and I think be happy yeah if uh if I needed therapy and you walked in the room I think I would listen to everything that you said oh thank you <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing you're disappointed about the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes not winning so do you have the Bengals or do you have Los Angeles in the Super Bowl that's a great question. Uh, I think I have to go with the Bengals. Yeah, it's because they beat out the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ayoka, we wish you well. Um, thank you so much for spending some time with us on Nothing But Net. We look forward to watching the rest of the season play out and your success individually and with your team. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Awesome. Tell Coach Mitty we said hello. <laughs> I will. Thank you.